Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Scott Taylor, joined by Josh Brown. Hello, and Rachel Shackleton. Hello. Do you guys like some Capcom? Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Which era of Capcom are we talking about? The brother? last two months, mate. Hell yeah, then. <laughs> <laughs> They're back, mate. They've got a whole new era going on. It's a very good era to be in. Um, so there's a lot of different um, opinion pieces going around on the interwebs talking about how it's it's okay to trust Capcom again. It's very good to see Capcom back again. Um, and we're just going to run down the reasons for that viewpoint coming back into the fore because we've been playing a lot of Capcom's new releases, um, and I think it's worth passing out just how well they've managed to return to form. Um, it wasn't something that I, like, I don't know, what do you guys think of Capcom in general in terms of where they are right now? I didn't really realise they were back in so much as... They've always been steadily there. Yeah, I mean, they? to me, before, like, pre-2017, Capcom were just the Street Fighter company. Right. To me, mm-hmm. I never really got particularly into them. But, um, mm-hmm. well, and Resident Evil, I suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, so until sort of recently, I was just sort of like, oh, they're all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just kind of there. To me, they've always been kind of, like, hit and miss. They have these really down periods where they're putting um, DLC on the disc and they're making a lot of <laughs> stupid decisions. <laughs> and then they kind of, like, come back up with a peak and deliver a bunch of good games. You're like, oh, Capcom's really good. And mm-hmm. then they go back down again when they release, like, Street Fighter Five and then they come back up. So I'm, I never know where I stand with Capcom. I yeah. never know whether I'm like there to trust them and be championing them or whether I'm like, oh, this is the Capcom of old because they just seem to, I don't know, on a whim decide which version of themselves they want to be. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, Street Fighter and Resident Evil are two like totemic releases, two massive-ass franchises. Um, and yeah, I mean, I put together a couple of notes like Dead Rising 4 was in 2016, monumentally terrible sequel, kind of tried to reimagine its main it character. It was kind of fun. Was it kind of fun, Kind though? of fun in the same way Crackdown 3 is kind of fun. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But nothing spectacular. Yeah, it was just kind of like, okay, fine. And they kind of undid a whole bunch of the reasons that people love Frank West in the first place. Um, 2016 also had Street Fighter V, which is, that's the thing that I think established them being this company that you can't you can't quote, tr- uh, yeah. can't trust, quote unquote. Um, because a lot of the handling of uh, Street Fighter V was just, it was such a paltry release at launch. And then there was all the DLC stuff. And even now, like at the uh, tail end of last year, it was like they're paying for all these different stickers and endorsements. The ads, yeah. Ads on the, the characters. Hell? And it was like, come on, man. Like that seemed to be the way that they were going in terms of being way more money focused or whatever yeah. um, and then there's also Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite which broke little Jules' heart because he was looking forward to it for so <laughs> oh. long um, but 2017 also saw Resident Evil 7 which is where you can kind of see oh. the start of the goodness coming back in so we might as well start with Resident Evil 7 yes. um, general thoughts on Resi 7 well here's the thing I actually really enjoyed Resident okay. Evil 7 I'm not going to say oh, oh, but everyone really does well everyone really did but the, obviously there's a section of the fan base who didn't like obviously it was a huge reinvention for mm. the franchise you dropped the, most of the lore in most of the characters and you adopted new perspective. Oh, Chris Redfield, man. And, oh, okay. He's not really Chris Redfield, though, is he? 
It is though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it literally it's is first him. Names, you know? His first name's Chris <laughs> and his surname's Redfield. Just because the entire body of this man is the size of the last one's arm doesn't mean that it's not the man himself. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It was yes. uh, different in tone and different in sort of like the characters and the perspective and the gameplay. But for me, that was awesome. That's exactly what it needed. It was sort of a Resident Evil 4-esque kick up the butt after <laughs> Resident Evil 6 was just this bloated zombie husk. Did you want to punch more boulders? And that was Resident Evil 5, hardcore yes. fans. Missed but it. still. Yeah. Yes. What do you think, Rachel? Oh, exactly. Like, so I, I have always kind of really liked horror games, but for some reason the Resi series sort of passed me by. What? I know, I know. I just never had a, I didn't have a PlayStation 1. I think that's what mm, it originated. Uh, cool. And then just never bothered with, you know, as they came out throughout the years. And then um, got the chance to try Seven. Mm-hmm. Might not have been something I would have picked up had I not had the chance to try it. Fell in love with it. The first two hours of that game are probably the most solid horror game I've ever played. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. Something can feel free to beat it. Two probably beats it. But anyway. Um, <laughs> we'll get to two very so soon. So good. Like fell in love with it right away. Just loved the character. Loved being that character. Just really wanted to go and save my hot wife. And just, it was just. It was my just life only, every day. My was, hot it wife. Was a, <laughs> it was a good time. My hot wife cut my hand off. It was a battle of laughs. That bit though. Just to quickly <laughs> drill down on a particular thing. That bit where uh, you do just get your arm, your hand cut off. I did not see that coming. It no, was so, so realistic though. So realistic. They just get a staple gun, just staple it back on and you're fine. fine. You're fine. It's fine. I think um, speaking to like how immaculate the opening of it is, like you have that whole thing where they're riffing on Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you're sitting with the Baker family and it's all ridiculous and over the top. And then they have the um, Blair Witch Project with yes. the videotape that you find yeah. and the guy's it, like standing in the corner. And, and then it just goes straight evil dead when Mia gets possessed and she's climbing up the stairs <laughs> and it's like, well, I love all of these influences and, then, and I love Resident Evil. And then at the end it goes full on Resident Evil again where you fight big old uh, well, lobby big yeah, bag man yeah. at the very end. Ironically, the end is probably the weakest part. Yeah, it totally is. is. <laughs> I mean, I can't, for me, Resident Evil 7, I kind of think of it as like, it would be a perfect video game movie. I feel like it has like a nice build up. It's almost like Cabin in the Woods. You have mm-hmm. this big build up to this big monster at the end. And I think that it would work for the three act structure and all that kind of stuff. Um, but you know, I mean, do you think that they'll continue with this for Resident Evil or because of Resident Evil 2 we'll end up going back That's to third it. person? I have no idea because mm. I, I actually did a list on this and I, I don't know what they're going to do because I really enjoyed the Resident Evil 7 style but Resident Evil 2 proves you can have the conventional mass appeal Resident Evil experience and still deliver a great and satisfying survival horror game you know mm. what I mean you can have your cake and then eat it too but I think <laughs> it would be sort of a missed opportunity to not at least have one more game spin off on mainline series that does capitalise on the you know the things they tried with Resident 7 because mm. even though that game was great it's the first time they tried a lot of those um, ideas so it was very much a stepping stone for something else and I want to see what that something else is before we just mm-hmm. sort of have another game because let's face it we're going to have Resident Evil Nemesis right that's uh, yes. going to scratch the itch of the Resi 2 style so mm. maybe there's space there for both to exist concurrently they can potentially move forward with both designs I mean like we'll get to Resi 2 in a sec I'm going to do these things chronologically but <laughs> I'm patient I know it's good with the wait but Resident Evil 2 I mean yeah you have that sort of like puzzle based like it's way more I don't know like more considerate there was something about Resident Evil 7 that was you were always like pushing forward to the next thing yeah. especially in the, the gunfire sequences towards the end um, but yeah if they want to kind of move forward with both sides of the Resident Evil coin because have you played Resident 4 did you play the one that four. initially annoyed a lot of people 4 is the one that everyone keeps telling me to play play 4 mate it's really good <laughs> I have it I have it I've watched, I've watched my friend play through it it is that was me agreeing with you. Okay. It's in a future list. Might be going yeah. on tonight. Guys, Don't know, carry everyone on. keeps trying to sell this, like, literal, like, 20-hour escort mission game to me. <laughs> I don't understand it. It must be good. God, you make such a point. Yeah, that those escort bits are bad. The anyway. Jack Krauser fight's bad. Listen, it's Maybe it's bad. Good. It's not 
Whoa! <laughs> what well, if Resident I'm, Evil 4 was, was actually bad? bad? <laughs> Maybe it is. It's in, I've got it in uh, the best games of the 2000s, which is something that's coming up. Oh, I don't know. It's either tonight or, or very soon. Ooh, um, and Resident Evil 4 is in there. But yeah, so you can keep up for certain things. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that with Resident Evil 7, I kind of thought of it initially as them getting in on the Slender Man, the Amnesia style, like, you know, just first person horror hype. Um, but I did think they did it in a really cool way. They still made it feel like Resi. Yeah. And stuff like the videotapes is like, you can kind of jump into different levels and go back and to the, normal. And uh, the puzzles that like you open the holes in the wall and stuff yes. like that, it still felt like Resi. But for someone like me who hadn't, that was the first Resi I played was Seven. Right. Um, it felt enough like it for me to go, oh yeah, this kind of feels like what everyone talks about. Mm. And yeah, it mm. felt new. How much do you think, because if your first one was Seven, did you, mm. did you get much of a feeling for the wider lore, like the Umbrella no, Corporation? absolutely thing? not. Okay. All I knew about it was from watching Resident Evil the movie. Obviously there was this virus that had got a boot, but obviously with um with what's her name, the wee lass, it wasn't it wasn't the wee uh, little red dress lass. Little little evil girl. Well, little girl. Mia Jovovich? What do you mean? No, not me, obviously. <laughs> anyway, Seven obviously wasn't part of the the wider lore. No, they sort of did like a like a weird like soft reboot type thing. Yeah. Brought Chris Redfield in at the end. But anyway, yes, yeah, so we can move on to the next thing. So yeah, that was in 2017. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite came after Resi Seven, so it's not a straight shoot in terms of them getting back on the horse. What is but, kind of fascinating to me with Marvel vs. Capcom is how much I wonder did mm. Marvel have a say in what they did with that? Because I imagine they had a huge say over who was included on the roster because they Marvel? exactly yeah, Marvel, like, put everyone that we've got in upcoming movies into that game yeah, and maybe. then oh X-Men I just see Jules yeah. reviewed it and I, I forget now because it was a couple of years ago and my memory doesn't go further past the last week That's but fine. I don't remember uh, what the object, nev- uh, object negatives were for Infinite I remember it being something relating to the amount of roster the amount of characters was drastically toned down it wasn't that there was too many of them yeah. it felt like it was like this threadbare package kind of thing um, yeah. so maybe it was Marvel's interference but either way Infinite wasn't received very well no. considering the caliber of the franchise um, but yeah so Resident Evil 7 was 27 and then Monster Hunter World was 2018, <gasps> which is where me and Rich get to do nice little backflips. Gosh. Potentially is, Josh as well. Uh, well, here's the thing, right? It is, according to Benjamin Richardson, I hope he hasn't fed me false information <laughs> before coming in here, but Capcom's best-selling game yes. of all time. Which yep. is weird considering yep. Resi 7. But yeah, yep. I mean, the Monster Hunter franchise has been humongous in the East for so long and never really fully caught on in the West mm-hmm. until it was like put on PS4 kind of thing. Um, but yeah, did you end up playing Monster Hunter? I know me and Rich have. No. What? You've it's, not played it at all? <laughs> The Rage plays Resident Evil 4 you play Monster Hunter World right okay that's what the, the hell everyone just says yeah. it's so good and I just haven't got around to playing it last okay. January I think I was playing like Dead Rising 1 oh <laughs> so stop it time. what you bought Far Cry 2 again did you well it's because I don't have that inve- like uh. everyone's been telling me for years and I've been writing about it for years about how Monster Hunter in general is this huge thing and it yep. is and people bloody love it yep. but because I haven't had an entry point before World and I know a lot of other people didn't mm-hmm. I just I need the push like like you, like to play Yakuza or something the same thing oh play all them as well will you? just go on that was why Monster Hunter World was so big yeah. was so popular it was a really good entry to the series mm-hmm. because totally. um, when I had I had four ultimate which was on the 3DS it was really difficult to control mm-hmm. the tutorials were oh my god the first 10 hours <laughs> are all tutorials it's, it's really hard to get into it's so big there's so much to know whereas with Waddles mm-hmm. it's a lot better at sort of easing you into the game. It teaches mm. you really slowly everything you can do. The multiplayer is fantastic. Like, there's a great sort of like mentor kind of feeling to it. They let you, you drop into other people's You really quest want to, to go yeah. and help people because you get stuff out of it, obviously. Yeah. You know, there's, there's something in it for you. But they've always um, had like that core thing of like the bigger the creature, the, the, you finally take it down, then you just use its its skin or its teeth <laughs> to make some new blade. It's all about getting fashion, Josh. And petting You'd the love pig. It. I know there's a pig in there. Poogie is the best pig. You do pet the pig, you can dress it up. Yeah. You can put it in little pajamas, mate. 
It's uh, a little, little pig in some pajamas is possibly one of the reasons you should play this more than the gameplay, but also it plays oh, well. extremely well. Um, but yeah, Monster Hunter World, I mean, I was going to say it's a return to form, but it's not. It's an establishment of form. It's for just the West. a lot more friendly for a lot of people who have never tried it before. I think mm. that was why it was so popular. Yeah, and I think like it, it came at a perfect time where like people want like raid bosses and like to go up against mass, you know big creatures kind of thing. Multiplayer like, is in. Yes, and it's like they've always had, I mean, what was the earliest Monster Hunter you played? Do you remember the old I ones? Had, I had four Ultimate and then I had Generations. So. Cool, okay. So like, <laughs> I remember how awkward the one on PS2 was and it's like it's taken them this <gasps> long to make it playable. Like mm. the, the 3DS ones were like a nice refinement of that. Oh, there was one on the Wii as well, wasn't there? Yeah, that three? was three, was three or four or something. Mm. Um, but either way though, like yeah, the core way that they've put the game together, like it prioritizes gameplay and fairness and just working as a team and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that what they've accomplished is it's just so worthwhile. It was almost my game of the year. Like, yeah, right. Well, there were you and Jules. I, I don't think you were there when we were talking about it, Rich, actually. Uh, I wasn't invited. You, just before you came. Uh, Got some raiding to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you two, especially in January of last yes. year, just gushing over it. Well, Jules is a rather large Monster Hunter fan as well. And so he was like freaking out at the time. And then I remember when the code came in and I was just living on it for like the first few days or however long it was. But yeah, um, I mean, I don't know, you see yourself giving it a shot, like in terms of, because it's well, such a big yes. investment. Well, that's the thing. That, that's, that's genuinely the main reason I haven't given it a go because it's a huge investment mm. and every game now is a huge investment. Oh, yeah. Games as a service. Games as a service. And I keep seeing it in the sale. So I do genuinely want to give it a go. I played bits of it. Don't get me wrong. Right. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not completely blind, but mm-hmm. uh, I need to just properly sit down with the series and appreciate it for what it is. I would say you can totally play it solo as well. I'm guessing you probably played it multiplayer. You can play it solo. I, yeah. I was, um, I recently bought it on PC, which is probably another contribution as to why it's so popular now. It's on <laughs> right. heck in PC now. Yeah, is that a good point. Um, so I recently rebought it and I started again. So I've been catching up a lot by myself because my friends are like, oh, get to the high level stuff. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Oh, the um, high level play. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's like oh. a total. Oh, I'm never going to Josh that. totally knows yeah, it's it a whole uh, thing it gets, it, it gets very very difficult there yeah. is that sort of real addictive nature to it where you can spend like an hour on one quest and then someone fates three times and you're out you, you have to try it right. again yeah or yeah, you, you um, spend 45 minutes getting an anginath down to enough health where it's bleeding and sweating and you're like I'm about to catch it and it just burrows oh, the ground that's and already getting my anxiety going Scott I don't know if I maybe <laughs> you shouldn't play you maybe though, it's bad you just get good and then it's fine <laughs> how so. about this make a great good you make a great okay. argument it's true I mean it works for souls so there is that um, but yes I would totally recommend that the next one that I've got written down is Mega Man 11 now do we care about Mega Man right. I love Mega I Man's do. soundtrack good show Josh <laughs> <laughs> care about the Mega I Man I like Mega Man's soundtrack yeah yeah. he's one of the best parts about the new Devil May Cry 5 which is a lot of good parts but you can get the Mega Man gun in in yes, 5 yeah. only if you paid more for the deluxe edition but still um, but Mega Man 11 um, I'm not like down with the Mega Man community but I know that Mega Man 11 was sort of like kind of referred to as like a nice little return to form it's a nice you know they've been doing right by the fans um, and I played the demo died a lot standard Mega Man crack didn't <laughs> oh, yeah. get much further um, but it is just worth pointing out that in the, the role that Capcom were on they even did right by the Mega Man fandom and did Mega Man 11 yeah. totally I'm so. sure Mega Man 10 was a bit of a disappointment and maybe mm. I'm making that up but I have a friend who's super into it and I'm sure he, he bangs on about it a lot I'm Mega sure. Man fans are insane like they're <laughs> yeah. steeled to survive like nuclear apocalypse <laughs> like just how do you get used to the level of difficulty in yeah, those games oh, they are really we play hard, Souls yeah. games like every day for breakfast but still uh, it's got, a thing I got the, uh, the, the what, was the, what was the collection because I have Mega that Man X collection. on I think uh, yeah yeah I have or did you get the original game collection yes yes yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. I think they're way that. harder I haven't, even, I haven't even tried it because I've heard does it, it animate well 
Well, I haven't even tried Skull oh, Tommy. I've got it. But okay. so it's there for me to. You, I thought you were going to convince me. I was going to go home. No, they're so they're it. so hard. It makes you never want to play games again. No, so. no, no, Josh. They're really good. You should try them. The soundtrack's amazing, but and this, you'll feel like a boss. Put that on YouTube and play anything else. Sounds like you're going to ambush me here, Rich. You're going to tell me to get good now. You have nothing to lose. Get mega. Set my pride uh, <laughs> and your time and life. But yeah, I said whatever. Mega Man. I have the Mega Man X collection. I like my Mega Man Xs. They're the ones I can actually get through a few levels on. But the original. Maybe. The X was the one that people said was get in the bin. No, you need to see how how well they animate because the old ones suck. I imagine at this point the Mega Man fandoms actually put a hit out on us, so we should probably move on to something. Um, So the next thing I've got down is like this year's stuff, which is Resident Evil 2's remake from earlier this year, (laughs) which is where this initial "Oh my God, Capcom, you're you you're too kind to us" uh, came comes from. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Um, so general thoughts on Resi 2. It's the, the, the best. And I can't it is stop, the best. I can't it? stop playing it. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It made me get out my PlayStation Classic and play Resident Evil 1. And now I'm going to go play the Resident Evil remake again. It's got me just, I want to... You're hug, in a mood. I want to hug Resident Evil, spoon it from behind. That's what that's the mood I mean, it's, it's not going to like that and it will kill you. Mm. But in the, you know, in the moment, like it. it's pretty <laughs> good. It'll be worth it. Say what you can. Spooning but, a liquor though. Hmm. Yeah, stop spooning the liquors just for, just for a second. There's not as many of them. <laughs> In Resident Evil 2, but the way that they brought everything together was to sort of connote Resident Evil 4's, you know, you've got the whole over-shoulder gunplay from 4, 5, and 6, but with that sensibility from Resi 2, like the item placement, the idea that you can just, the level design is so perfect, like yeah. it was always great back in the day. Um, did you guys play the old PS1 ones that much? Um, no I've, I've played the first one quite a lot, I've 
played the second one a single time when I was little Good. and I didn't even finish it and I've played Nemesis a couple times. So for the Resident Evil remake, have you done both campaigns, like A yeah. and B and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's, it like promotes replayability so much. I know that like Jules and Benroy spent so long getting, you get like a machine gun, sorry, like a missile launcher if you'd like expert rank it over and over again. Sounds about right. And it's just like the general gameplay sensibilities are so just, you control them so well. So it's pretty good. Well, that's, that's it. When I, because uh, I completed Leon A first and mm-hmm. I jumped straight into Claire B and when I was going through like just, just, trying to run through it essentially because I was like oh, I've done it before it's just going to be the same thing again mm-hmm. and then Uh-oh. I eventually that's it and then I just put it down for a couple of weeks I got distracted by another game I think it was Metro Exodus anyway Perfect. then I came back to it and then I was I was playing through it as Claire MB and then I realised man this is, this is more than justifies a second playthrough yes. everything felt as new and as satisfying as it did the first time around and I, I want to go through it again did you try I, the challenge DLC yes yes I, a, well we did it on the stream it, we did, which you can yeah. go check out but the I've have you tried the challenge DLC? No, thing? so um, I've oh. actually, I Resident Evil 2 for me was the game that I fell in love with and wasn't even going to buy because Kingdom Hearts 3 came out like three oh, days yeah. later. Yeah. Um, but I, I played the demo, which again, demos, man. How good are demos? <laughs> oh, I'm so, so, I'm so weak. If you let me try something and I love it, oh, I'll insta buy it. Anyway, so. It's almost like demos should be mandatory for every almost, big release. We should we should do more demos. We really should. Uh, Nintendo is on it. Nintendo are doing more True. demos. Anyway, Crafty so um, played it, loved it. Um, I streamed the butts out of that game. I've got a 16 minute reel of me just screaming from that game. I wonder in that game if you can shoot something's butt off because the, uh, the whole there's a lot of you def- can definitely shoot faces off yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go and have a bit go yeah. so I can remove an arse acid a butt off yeah probably uh, it would melt acid butts <laughs> melt it down to the bone anyway you like this you game you have a, you've definitely destroyed my train of thought sorry I just want to talk about the destruction acid of the bomb butts oh destroying butts is I just want to know if Mr. you can do Mr. Taylor God this is a PG I know podcast. I just need to know spooning liquors and what we do as long as you don't swear it's um, still gonna be on YouTube but no it's an absolutely fantastic game I've had people who are like oh wait until you meet Mr. X but it did not compare <laughs> to actually being there and meeting him and finally finding out what all the fuss was about mm. and it was just really really good to get to play games like this where it was like it still felt like what I imagine obviously I didn't play the mm. original felt like what the original must have felt like at the time and it was terrifying yeah. um, which I love it, so like I really hope that other companies follow suit yes I mean, kind of, it fits in nicely with the, the Crash remakes the Spyro yeah. remakes like all that kind of stuff because it's, it's it is it perfectly makes you it makes you feel like those original games. Um, question though, would you, if someone said, should I play Resident Evil 2, do you give them this one or do you give them the PS1 one? This one. I think you this give, one. I think you give them Heck this one yes. first. Yeah, I would say the same thing about Spyro and Crash. Well, the Spyro mm. would, Crash is, no. But the Spyro is like... The, Spyro remake's so good. Yes, the Spyro remake <laughs> is gorgeous. And the yeah, Resident Evil 2, it's good for you because you're coming to it like fresh, but it mm-hmm. does give you that same feeling of like isolation and struggle and survival. Yeah. Definitely, the and the puzzle solving was amazing. I loved how it fitted in. Mm-hmm. Like, it did not feel realistic in the same way that Sivan actually felt somewhat realistic I forget kind of. most of the puzzles in that it was um, just like find a key well, find a thing but, um, yeah. but 2 is wacky and wonderful yeah. and everything a video game should be 2 is so. video gamey as hell yeah. like it's just sort of like all oh, this underground passage is governed by three medallions and there's one in the top room yeah, so. by the way there's a big swamp filled with big icky blodgy big men and you need to go through because you need these chess pieces to unlock the silver <laughs> door I don't know why, yeah, why do they lock the door <laughs> with the chess piece yeah 8 specific don't put the king next to the queen you gotta do it opposite the knight like oh, okay. oh god oh, I loved it I think there's Good. enough in there as well uh, to recommend it over the original mm-hmm. just because of mm-hmm. how different they are, not just obviously in visuals and kind of perspective, but in like the actual gameplay structure itself. Obviously, there are similarities, but the puzzles are kind of different. Yes. The routes through the police station, the police station itself is kind of different. It has stairs now. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have any stairs in the stairs original. Stairs are great. Stairs are pretty yeah. good. I, 
tell you what as well is they streamlined that crocodile fight for the entire populace except me because I just kept <laughs> getting killed by it over and over again. Everyone else is like, you just shoot it once and you're done. Just I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it at all. Too is like this the, uh, the boss that you it's do bad. after doing both runs? No. No, it's oh. the, one of the beginning ones and you get chased by a big thing. Big alligator. Big alligator. <gasps> I never found the alligator. I'm going to need to replay that. No. He's a bit of a thing. I've only and done so, one playthrough. Uh, My heart can only take too so much. Big lad comes at you and you run, you run down the screen away from him, kind of like Crash. Um, but it's like you're supposed to like dodge when he comes at you and I just couldn't and the the, the, the hit box on him is just it just it did me in so it's, that's new they added that with the remake it's, it's yeah. re I was in the oh, uh, crocodile okay. I was in the old one but then they redid it Alligator. it's the Sorry. easiest boss of all time I don't know <laughs> no that's not, <laughs> that's, not <laughs> really, that's not really true but the um, but it's definitely a thing I remember coming in the next day and being like god lads that, that alligator and you were like we've already finished what are you talking about <laughs> and it was just like okay then fine I'll go back to the drawing board <laughs> so with all that stuff um, the next game I've got down which is the crowning achievement or the most recent crowning achievement is Devil May Cry 5 which being that it's out today and only I've played it yeah. ask me stuff both of you I don't care is Dante as handsome as the pictures that you keep sending me yes that is yeah, all in game sending me it's, them as he's well he's such a piece I'm just saying man's a white haired albino prince hey, piece and I like him a lot give me Nero over Dante no it's Ooh. Dante all the way mate Dan Dante is the lad even even back in the day it was always him yeah. oh it's always Dante but he's it? mucky he needs a shower he does look He does look very mucky to be honest <laughs> which is a, a, a British term for a bit dirty <laughs> a little bit and not even in a metaphorical way he just looks like he needs a wash like he's got like he's always zooming on him a bit especially towards the end of the game there's just little like dirt marks and he's like he's been through a lot I um, don't really have time fighting a lot of demons exactly, isn't he exactly. so there is that it's dirty work yes but I mean what do you guys think of the Devil May Cry franchise did you check out the 2013 one or the older ones well or none of the them old, well, this is maybe, well. maybe blasphemous but the only ones I've played are 4 and DMC you're a horrible horrible I'm gonna beat you Go on then. Never, never played it. Oh, rich <laughs> mate. Overshadowing I, 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 I'm going to get to play it on Tuesday though, right? Good. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to trying Yes, it. we're going to stream this. So uh, yes. me and Rich will be playing Tuesday. on Tuesday night. So come if check that interested. out. Because um, I can't you not played it. This is yeah, one of the best so ways to experience it, it. I am someone though, I'm a sponge basically. So <laughs> if someone is like really excited about franchise, I'll be like, oh, give me some of that mm. excitement. I yep, will play yep. it one day. So now that I've seen obviously how excited you guys all are about it, I am very interested. It's pretty perfect. I mean, I still recommend our review, my review, whatever you want to call it. Because I just, I wrote that after I finished it twice and then just sort of like gushed some thoughts down and went here's the review um, but I do think it's it's obviously one of the early contenders for Game of the Year alongside Resident Evil 2 yeah. Remake um, and they just did everything right it's like just sublime combat well, I think one of the defining moments of our friendship Scott is the day <laughs> we, we went out on a staff night out um, last week when Scott got his review copy and weirdly enough Aww. you sacrificed a night out to come with us which I really appreciate but I messaged yeah. you the next day like oh you're right man like are you, are you feeling a bit um, like you know, a bit rough from the I night a little before? bit of wine and then you went uh, I've been upset since half seven playing Devil May Cry. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, I've been waiting for it for 11 years. Yeah. I and loved so, it because you, we obviously had plans to go out. Scott got his review copy code through and he goes, guys, I've got the code. And we go, oh no, we were hoping you'd come out, Scott. And he's like, oh, I'm still coming I'm out. Coming out. <laughs> There's wine. And I'm going to have that. But yeah, and then well, yeah, I had a bit of a night. I had a little bit of a sesh. And then the next morning I woke up completely fine. I was like, well, I can install Devil May Cry right now. <laughs> that and is because so, the fuel, the Dante just, fuel made you feel I was better. thinking about the whole night. I was like, I can't get too drunk because I need to play this the next morning. And then yeah, the playing it on the Saturday it was one sitting it was like installing a half seven wait for the mandatory things to install time which was take forever mm. and then just playing one uh, sitting until seven that night and wow. then play again as soon as I finish the credits yeah. good game so then it's a perfect thing but I wouldn't give it five stars I'd give it 4.9 but check the reviews out for good. why yeah. what's interesting to me mm. about this game and of course Resident Evil 2 is that yes. they are kind of a dying breed they are really mm. like these polished straightforward solo experiences um, like that oh, right, Amy Hennig Jesus Jesus Christ go on but they 
are contained. You don't get games like this, like, really. Now, yeah, the games true. that aren't planned to be a sort of live service or even just, like, an expansive open world that you sink a lot of time into. With a massive into. story. With a massive and, story. Yeah. Like, a nice, brisk 10-hour experience is why I'm not playing Monster Hunter Worlds, what I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't have no, 50 yeah, exactly. hours. No, I totally agree. We need mm. more games like that yeah. for yeah. people who have 9-to-5 jobs. <laughs> yeah. The thing that I'm curious with, because, yeah, DMC is not, like, a games-as-a-service, but they do have recurrent spending methods. You can buy mm. red orbs. You can, if you die in, like, a mid-fight, you can revive by paying money to revive. It's uh, icky, hence why it's not a five-star game. Mm. But things like that are in there. So it's like you do see some of that like corporate influence in, in that game. Um, but though, like to your like overall point, like it is super old school. Like it feels structurally like an original Devil May Cry from the 2000s. Yeah. Um, so it kind of works in that way too. It's like, here's a level, here's the boss. Here's the cutscene, here's the level, here's the boss. And like, <laughs> you know, it's like very, like you forget how, like, I don't know, structural a lot of old games were. Mm-hmm. Like we're so used to stuff like God of War, Spidey, um, Red Dead or whatever, being so seamless and being like, it's one massive, like it flows really well. Whereas like Devil May Cry is like, here's your stat screen. You got an S rank. Upgrade some stuff. Go to the next level. Yeah. Wow, like, yeah. Super arcadey and like, like I, I like that. It's it's a nice breath, nice breath of fresh air, and it kind of works even better because of the competition being so cinematically focused. But yeah, how it's much, a beaut. How much of like you know we're, we're talking about Capcom today, obviously mm. based off this and primarily Resident Evil Two. How much of this sort of resurgence of respect for the company is down to them? Caring to fans, or whatever, because we've had Devil mm. May Cry Five, the hotly anticipated sequel <laughs> after a reboot didn't really satisfy anyone, and people have been waiting for this game True. for ages. Even Resident Evil Two, uh, whilst not on the same level, people have been like, it was announced a few years ago to oh, keep yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very, it's 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 underselling it to say that it's a safe bet because mm. they changed so much. But like Resident Evil Two, people have been wanting like to see a return to like this franchise and the franchise's roots for a long time, and they seem to be catering to those fans that supported them at the time in a way that Resident Evil 6 or Dead Rising 4 didn't. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing. I think they've had their dark time. They've had, like, the bad headlines. They've had, like, you know, they've started to realize that their fans were moving away from them. I mean, people Mm. don't talk about Dead Rising 4 in anything of, like, a positive respect other than just saying, yeah, it's kind of fun. We shot some zombies, like, whatever. But it's nothing compared to the, like, genuine love people have for the first two. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, like, I mean, you talk about, like, remaking something and sticking true to the original. Like, the Final Fantasy VII remake, like, as much as I adore Final Fantasy VII, the remake of that is, like, full-on 15 third-person hack-and-slash combat and doesn't look like it's going to really scratch the same edge. Whereas with them, they spend time being like, okay, let's get the right balance between revisiting Resident Evil 2's yeah. characters and world, but with like four or five's engine kind of thing. So I just, I, yeah, I think they are doing right by the fans at the minute. Um, it's weird because if I got all cynical and whatever about Devil May Cry 5, it does feel incredibly old school. Yeah. And I love that about it. Um, but that's like a thing that like the market will dictate depending on whether or not they want cinematically focused games overall. Mm. What do you guys think? Do you think old school stuff has a place going forward? I think it needs to have a place mm-hmm. going Because Resident Evil 2 and DMC5 are both very old school. Yeah, but so. then it sort of raises the question, like, you can only rely on, like, old school mentalities for a while before it mm. just feels stale again or it feels like you're cashing in on that nostalgia. You still sort of, like, need to, like, I don't know, <coughs> go to new places. But DMC5, especially, especially I haven't played it, obviously, but mm. you keep describing it as sort of this... I bought two copies, mate. I'm going to buy another one. <laughs> you bought two copies. I have. This ultra-polished sort of masters of their craft just kind of, like, flexing and, like, oh, being able to show off. And, like, that's great. Yeah. We don't really have people doing that all that much especially as consistent as this no not really I mean like at the minute like you know you have like Ken Levine's kind of on hiatus we're waiting to see what he's going to do next like Hideo Kojima's doing Death Stranding like um, you know Neil Druckmann Bruce Straley like they're kind of doing their own thing Last of Us 2 is coming eventually there's not too many there's not that many auteurs that are rotating through right now so it's it's good to see like a veteran studio being like this is what we do yeah 
Oh, yeah. What I love about these games, right? And what, this is why Capcom's dominated the headlines, I think, for this year. Is like, there have been so many games that have come out in the first, th- not even three months of this year. We have had Trials Rising. More than ever. Well, we've had Trials Rising. We've had Anthem. We've had Far Cry. We've had Kingdom Kingdom Hearts. Do you remember Anthem, though? We've had Anthem. But that's exactly. that was. exactly my point. It's not that bad. It's not even still going. That's exactly my point. No one's really talking about these games that just came out. No one's talking about Far Cry. Kingdom Hearts. No one's talking about Far Cry New Dawn. But people are still talking about Resident Evil 2, even though that was probably the first major game release of the year. People are still talking about that. And that's a real testament to what Capcom have pulled off, Mm -hmm. considering just how many games should have overshadowed it in in any other year. Well, I think that genuine quality, and you can always tell when a a project has passion imbued into it when the people who made it really care, hence my whole problem with Anthem. But that's the whole thing with Resident Evil uh, 2, the remake, and Devil May Cry 5, is you can tell they wanted to make it. Mm -hmm. And they're having so much fun in DMC5's case with certain cutscenes and weapons and stuff. Um, do you think, Rach, that it'll make you go and try other stuff, like the older Resident Evils or the other Devil May Cries? That's or the thing, yeah. Possibly. Um, it's Well, <laughs> that and uh, the fact that everyone's bullying me into playing <laughs> Play you can't leave the room um, until you do. But, like, people will say, oh, play this game, play this game, but now that I have experienced it for myself mm-hmm. and loved it I'm much more likely yes that's good because I think that they are pulling from their old school roots but doing it in a way that gets new people on board and you're totally. testing to that which is it's great it's worked yeah Ta-da. so we will see how they go from here I don't know what the next thing on their docket is other than the remake of Resident Evil 3 oh I don't know yeah, I should, we should have researched this before we've I came we've researched in. things plenty go go have a look on the channel there's many news things and hoping the next thing that we kind of know is coming is the Resident Evil 3 remake so we'll hope to see how that goes but let us know what you think down in the comments below if you're watching us on the video side or find us on social media if you're listening to any of the audio platforms. This has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I've been your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Josh Brown. Oh, I never know which way you're going to go. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Goodbye. And Rachel Shackleton. Thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.